Hello, and welcome to the Power Your Advice podcast. The Power Your Advice podcast is designed to bring financial advisors new ideas, why those ideas should be considered, and how to implement them into your business. This podcast is brought to you by Advisorpedia, the best place for advisors to grow their minds and businesses. And now, please join your host, Doug Heikinen. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. Risk management in any company is a must. In financial services, it's even more important. For a clearing firm, it's essential to its daily life. We've invited Jeremy Franz Lubers, who's the Chief Risk Officer at Axos Clearing to the podcast today to talk about risk management, his role at Axos Clearing, and what risk management means in this evolving digital and super fast world. Welcome to the podcast, Jeremy. Thanks, Doug. Glad to be here. Risk is such a broad term in financial services, and it can mean so many things. How do you define that word at Axos Clearing? Yeah, risk uh, is definitely a very broad term, and uh, we all deal with it in our everyday lives uh, on a day-to-day basis from kind of the time that you get up to get to work on time, um, how fast you drive down the highway, uh, how long you wait till you fill up your tank in your gas in your uh, car. And at Axos, we, we define it more as anything that could cause financial loss or reputational issues or regulatory scrutiny to the firm. That's interesting. Um, and it's a lot of stuff. How did you get going in risk? What's your background? How did you get here? Yeah, so I started um, my career at TD Ameritrade. Uh, I bet I was there for about 15 years. I started off in their internal audit department uh, just as a audit analyst. Uh, I spent quite a few years there learning the business, going through risks and controls, identifying different risks and controls for the business areas. Um, And then after that, I moved on to the supervision and controls group uh, where I oversaw the complex trading groups and margin groups. Uh, And then I moved into risk management from there and oversaw the retail business for the firm, and then moved into an interim risk role. Um, I I really had a lot of uh, key coworkers and bosses and mentors that helped kind of push me along my career, uh, pushed me the path to the path of risk management, and uh, it really interested me to kind of make sure that we have the right controls and identifying of risks within a firm to make sure that we're mitigating them. There's a number of really interesting trends happening right now. One of those being meme stocks. What are they? Who's investing in them? And how do you look at it from the risk side? Yeah, so meme stocks are kind of a phenomenon that was born out of the pandemic when everybody was at home uh, and online all day long. So there were online forums that were created to basically talk about stocks in general and and meme stocks kind of came from that. So the uh, GameStops and AMC are kind of the first to to become called a meme stock uh, from these online forums where retail investors would would gather together, kind of pump up the stock, buy it, find securities that were potentially heavily shorted at the time based off the the floats out there and 
and they would just run and it's and it's really a retail investor uh, that that gets in these forums that maybe doesn't have the same type of sophistication as some of the institutional investors and maybe doesn't do all the research that's out there that a normal investor uh, would potentially do but but they create these forums that then pump that stock up which has caused um, us to look at risk in a different way so we used to really look at the economic environment the political environment um, what's causing maybe securities to to go up or down based off those whereas now we have to really look at uh, what's going on in these online forums what's going on on social media um, who's pumping up a particular security and then also look at okay, is it heavily shorted where this thing could run way up as those shorts have to cover? Everyone is interested in oil stocks. It's with the war in Russia and Ukraine going on and oil being so volatile. Do you look at a set of stocks like in groupings like this? Um, and how do they react to volatility in general? Yeah, so yes, we do always look at different sectors all the time. We're looking at, you know, how is the economic environment look? How does the political environment look uh, in a particular sector? Sector, Like you said, oil, for instance, um, at the beginning of the pandemic, oil tanked. And at one point in time, a barrel of oil was negative. They would pay you to take it. Uh, and then fast forward uh, two years from now or from then, and now... A barrel of oil, a barrel of oil jumped up above $100 a barrel. Um, so the volatility, we're always looking at the volatility and and what happens within those sectors. And then based off that volatility, we'll potentially raise our requirements for particular securities within those sectors to make sure that we're covering the risk that potentially is associated with with the sector that's out there. We have to talk about crypto which I know is something you all are working on. What's your positioning with this asset class? Yes, we are currently working on an offering uh, to allow crypto trading here at Axos. Um, we're allowing an offering to, to trade on certain coins that we would approve to be on our platform. Um, I, in particular, believe that you know, crypto trading in general is is something that's a little speculative, a little bit um, out there, which you can consider a lot of different securities or sectors as speculative. Uh, but in the end, it's really the technology behind it, the the payments processing, the digital payments processing, um, the the way that that technology works on the blockchain. Uh, I think until we get some real kind of regulation and oversight around some of this. Um, it'll be really hard to predict where it's going for the future. Uh, and it'll probably still be a very volatile and kind of speculative sector. Um, but I do think it's here to stay. And, and the future is really a, a digital payments. Uh, and then what type of cryptocurrencies last in that? Um, I'm not really sure, but there'll, there'll be something down the road that we all have to kind of get on board with and and make sure that we understand and, and have the right controls and, and risks identified around how we trade and, and how we pay through that 
digital asset platform. How does Axos think about risk from a client perspective? Does everybody get the same treatment? Does every transaction get evaluated the same? How does it, how does it all work? So at Axos, we, we try to manage risk at the firm level. We're always looking at, you know, how could a particular transaction or a particular client affect uh, the firm in general? Uh, we don't try to look at it in, in any particular client, like treating them differently through what we look at or, or how we treat them from the risk side of things. We're really looking at their transactions and what they're doing and are they, are they trading large volumes of what we would consider a particular risky type security that has a lot of volatility? Are they doing a lot of trading in a low priced security or, or low market cap uh, company? Um, or what, what are they really doing? Are they, are they involved in a lot of IPOs? We consider IPOs sometimes somewhat risky depending on what it is. So we look at the actual transactions themselves. Um, so that way we can mitigate the at the transaction level for the firm and not particularly treat one client differently than another We're, we try to keep all of our clients the same no matter what it's just what they're doing that we try to mit, put controls around and mitigate if it would affect the firm as a whole how much are you and your department involved with planning for all the advancement of what axos has coming out with what they're thinking about in the future so we are heavily involved in everything from new products to new processes in the business uh, to to help the firm and to help the business lines understand you know where are the risks associated with these new products that they're trying to bring on board or if we're going to change a process um, add some business lines we want to make sure that we understand the risks that are associated to that, and then what it takes to mitigate those risks that we, we protect the firm as a whole. Uh, we are, we're trying to build a firm that has the thought process around the risk culture of the firm. So everyone's thinking about risk around new products, new processes, and how that would affect the firm and, and make sure that we have those right mitigants in place and that the firm Overall, we have, we have a great risk culture as a, as a mindset whenever we're doing anything. Jeremy, thanks so much for joining us and talking about everything risk. Yeah, thanks for having me. To learn more about Axos Clearing, please visit axosclearing.com. Please follow us for all the latest updates on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook, all at Advisorpedia. For everybody at Advisorpedia, the Power Your Advice podcast team, this is Doug Heikinen.